Glory to God. Praise God. Hallelujah. You are welcome this moment. And um, I want wherever you are watching from, wherever you are listening from, I want you to know that you are loved and that you are important. I need you to understand and be reminded that before God, you are precious. Hallelujah. Beautiful. This is indeed another day, another beautiful moment that God has allowed and enabled us that we can come together for the sake of his word. Hallelujah. Um, before we get into the message, into the main scripture, I would like you and I to pray together. Hallelujah. I want us to pray. I want us to speak to God. Just let him know that you are here. Hallelujah. Just start to pray and tell him, God, I open my heart to you. Start to pray and tell him that, Father, I pour my heart to you. Let's begin to pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you and we glorify you. My Lord, we give ourselves to you, O Creator, this moment, for we understand that you are God in control. Father, we give ourselves to you, for we understand that you are God in charge. We know that there is no one who can replace you. We know that there is no one who can take your place. We know that there is no one who can do what you do, God. And so we thank you this moment in the mighty name of your son, Jesus Christ. My God, we pray that may you get hold of our hearts, may you get hold of our souls, and may you get hold of our spirits. We pray that, Father, may you help us that we may continue to fall in love with you more and more each day in Jesus' name. Father, as we are in your presence, we pray that as we hear the word of God, Lord, may you teach us, O oh God. Equip us, Father, with all we need to grow in the mighty name of Jesus. Train us, my God, to walk in your ways. Train us, my Father, to speak, Lord, according to your word. Train us, Jehovah, to respond and behave according to your word in the mighty name of Jesus. Listen and hear their prayer, my God. Hear, Father, their prayer this moment in the mighty name of Jesus. Liba Moshanda Laba, if you can speak in the spirit, then do so. Whatever language that you want to pray in, just speak to God and let him know that, God, you are the one for me. Let him know, God, you are all I need. Let him know that, God, I trust you. Let him know that, Father, I rely on you. Let him know to say that, God, without you, I cannot do. Tell him that, Father, I am able because of you in the name of Jesus. My God, may you hear our prayer, Lord. Hear our voices this moment in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, listen, O oh Lord, to their voice. Hear their petitions, my God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Lord, we bless you. We honor you. We uh, glorify you. We say thank you, Creator. We say, Lord, take charge. Take control. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, to start with, there's something that's been going through my spirit and my heart um, in the course of the week. And it's caused me to pray and to say some things before God. And I want to share with you. Um, let's look at Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. The book of Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. 
Let's read that and then I'll, I'll um, explain what it is that's been happening and that's going on. Okay. Philippians chapter 4, verse number 6. The Bible reads, be anxious for nothing. Hallelujah. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. What I want you to take there is being anxious for nothing. You must understand that as a human being, as a mother, as a father, as a husband, as a wife, as a child, as a colleague, as a partner, whatever it is that um, you are known, whatever position that you hold in society, I want you to understand that one way or another, there will be some things that will bring anxiety in your life. There will be some situation, there will be some circumstance, there will be some situation, some issue that will cause you to be anxious, to be unsettled, to be worried, to be concerned. And I want you to keep the book of Philippians chapter 4 verse number 6 where it says be anxious for nothing. Whether you don't have enough or not, be anxious for nothing. Whether you are troubled by a certain sickness or a certain pain in your body, be anxious for nothing. Whether you are troubled by a situation in your workplace or with your academics, be anxious for nothing. Whether you are troubled by something going on with your child or your children, be anxious for nothing. Whether there is something going on in your relationship, in your marriage, be anxious for nothing. As a servant of God, whatever challenge you are facing in your ministry, be anxious for nothing. Whatever position you hold in society, be anxious for nothing. It's important for you to understand there is no situation, there is no issue, there is no circumstance that should take away your attention from God. Hallelujah. That it is not to say because it is a sickness and so I am anxious. It is not to say it is because it's a first of its kind, I am anxious. It is not to say I have no idea how I'm going to survive, I am anxious. It is not to say my heart is broken, I am anxious. It is not to say my account is empty, I am anxious. It is not to say the debtors or the creditors are after me, I am anxious. But the Bible says, be anxious for nothing. Let that be your scripture in the mighty name of Jesus. And Father, I pray that if they are anxious for anything that has happened, because of the scripture, I ask that Lord God, reveal to them, O oh God, that you are able to take them out of the situation. Reveal to them, Father, that you are able to rescue them. Reveal to them that you are able to save them, O oh Lord. Reveal to them that you are able to lift them in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I am here this moment to share with you a message that is inspired by the word of God. And the message is on a title, Hold on to God. Hold on to God. Hold on to God. And you should understand that such a word, such a message can only come, is only relevant, it makes sense, it is relatable to those who are going through some things. I want you to understand that such a message 
is easy to, 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 to dilute. It is a message that is easy to digest. It is a message that is easy to understand by those that are going through some things in life. And if your life is perfect, if you do not have any plans, any challenges, if you do not have any obstacles, any challenges, if you have not encountered anything that is difficult, then perhaps this message might not be for you. But if you ask me, I am happy because this message, I relate to it. This message is good for me because I know there are some things I am going through. I know there are some battles I am facing. I know there are some mountains that I have to go over. I know throughout the year there are some challenges, there are some battles, there are some obstacles that I have to overcome. And so holding on to God is important. I want to learn, I want to understand, I want to know what is it, how should I hold on to God? Why should I hold on to God? And how do I hold on to God? Praise God, hold on to God. And a couple of statements I want you to understand before we move to the scripture. The first one is, it is easy to claim to trust and rely on God when there is calm in your life. When you are having peace in your life, it is easy to claim that you are relying on God. When there is a tranquility in your life, it is easy to claim that you are holding on to God. When everything that you plan to do or you intend to do works out, it is easy to claim that you are holding on to God. When everything that you start in your life, you finish and you finish well, it is easy to claim that you are holding on to God. When you are able to pray easily, it is easy to claim that you are holding on to God. When you can read the word of God without struggling, it is easy to say that you are holding on to God. When you can easily go into the house of God and worship and praise without an issue, it is easy to say that you are holding on to God. When you do not have any quarrels or any fights with anybody, it is easy to claim that you are holding on to God. Hallelujah. So I want you to understand that that statement is important, that we need to assess our lives, we need to look into our lives, we need to look around our lives and see what is happening. And number two, most of us can sing, dance, and celebrate when situations and times are favorable. Hallelujah. I am saying most of us are able to sing when things are favorable to us. Most of us have a new song when things are going well with us. I am saying most of us can celebrate, we can invite our friends and say, come and dine with us. Come and have lunch with us. Come and have breakfast with us because you have bought a house. Because you have moved into a new house. You can invite people for a barbecue and say, listen, come for a housewarming party because you have got a house. You can say to people, come, uh, I'm going to go with you. I'm going to fetch you because you have got a car. 
You can say to someone, I'll buy you lunch, I'll buy you breakfast, I'll buy you coffee, I'll buy you uh, a drink because you have got money in your account or in your, in your wallet or in your purse. It is easy for most of us to say to people, come and I'm going to share with you because you have got surplus, because you have got excess. But when it is all that you have, can you still invite someone and say, listen, my brother, listen, my sister, I am going to share with you what I have. When what you have in your house is the only food left, can you invite a family and say, come have dinner with us? And yet you know you have no idea where food will come from the next day. Hallelujah. So it is easy for us to make a lot of statements, to say a lot of things when things are going well. But I need us to understand that the message is hold on to God. Hallelujah. Hold on to God. And the flip side of the two statements I have made is, number one, what happens when we lose in life? What happens when we fail in life? What happens when we are not recognized in life? What happens when we are going through a lonely phase or period in life? What happens when we are going through a sickness or a disease that is difficult? What happens when we have been embarrassed in public? What happens when people around us call us poor? What happens when there is a name that is associated with us that is terrible? What happens when we are associated with negativity? Hold on to God. I needed to provoke your mind and for you to have that in your mind as we are going through the rest of the message. Let's go to the book of Genesis chapter 32. Hallelujah. Let's open our Bibles from the book of Genesis chapter 32. We'll start with verse 7 and then we'll jump to verse 24. So Genesis chapter 32, let's first look at verse number 7. Hold on to God. My sister, hold on to God. My brother, hold on to God. Pastor, prophet, evangelist, teacher of the word, hold on to God. Gospel singer, worshiper, hold on to God. You are an artist, you are an entertainer, hold on to God. Whether you are a son, a daughter, hold on to God. Are you a husband? You are a wife? Hold on to God. You are a partner? You are in a relationship? Hold on to God. You are employed? You are unemployed? Hold on to God. It is going well? You are having troubles? Hold on to God. Chapter 32, verse 7. The Bible reads, So Jacob was greatly afraid and distressed. And he divided the people that were with him and the flocks and herds and camels into two companies. And before we move on, I want you to highlight, to mark the word. 
Hallelujah. The word distressed. Because the verse starts off by saying, So Jacob was greatly afraid and distressed. Let's move to verse number 24. All right, I will explain. Let's first read the scripture, then I'll explain and teach. Let's jump to verse 24 of the same chapter, 32 of Genesis. Verse 24, the Bible reads, Then Jacob was left alone. After being distressed, after being greatly afraid, Jacob was left alone. And a man wrestled with him until the breaking of day. 25. Now when he saw that he did not prevail against him, he touched the socket of his hip. And the socket of Jacob's hip was out of joint as he wrestled with him. Verse 26, and he said, let me go for the day breaks. But he said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. I will not let you go unless you bless me. I will not let you go unless you heal me. I will not let you go unless I am married. I will not let you go unless my children are blessed. I will not let you go unless I am lifted. I will not, you, I will not let you go unless I pass my examinations. I will not let you go unless I receive my letter of employment. I will not let you go unless my circumstance, my situation changes. I will not let you go unless you anoint me. I will not let you go unless you give me something in this year. Unless you change my mindset. And, the, and the 27, he says, so he said to him, what is your name? He said, Jacob, 28. And he said, your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel. For you have struggled with God and with men and have prevailed. You have struggled with God and with men and have prevailed. You have struggled with God and with men and have prevailed. Let me pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I honor you and I thank you for the reading of the scripture. I bless you, God, for the word, Father, is encouraging. The word is life. The word will lift us. The word will bless us. The word will cause us to shine. The word will cause us to be elevated. The word will cause us to to to. to to, to reach higher levels. The word will cause us to know and understand. And my Lord, I honor you, my God. I thank you, my Father, that as we learn, as we teach this word, Holy Spirit, thank you for I am ready. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. Now, for those who are watching with me live, um, I am, it is being reported that some of you have lost a connection. 
And before I continue, can you just write to me now and let me know if the connection is back on your end? Hallelujah. Praise God. So just give me some feedback. Let me know if the connection is back. Let me know if you are still able to watch. Let me know if the audio is still there on your side. Praise be to God. Hold on to God. Hold on to God. We thank you, Jesus. We bless you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for that feedback. Thank you for that feedback. I bless you. May God bless you. Thank you so much for responding that the connection is back. Now, we are talking about holding on to God. And we have just read the book of Genesis chapter 32, verse 7, 24 to 28. And if you recall the previous Sunday, we spoke about a young man, Jacob, um, how this young man, um, the mother, caused him to deceive his father so he could get a blessing. And after what happened in those verses, now that's Genesis chapter 32, verse 7, and then 24 to 28. That's Genesis chapter 32, verse 7 was the first verse, and then we jumped to verse 24 to 28. And in verse number seven, we are being told, we are learning that Jacob was greatly distressed and afraid. And the reason he was greatly distressed and afraid was because of what we read last Sunday. That after he had deceived his father and received a blessing that was meant for his elder brother Esau, the Bible tells us that um, um, Esau was angry, that Esau was upset, that Esau was not pleased with what his brother did. And his mother said, listen, you are going to be killed by your brother. So you have to get away from this land. You have to go take your wife, take your children and go away in hiding. And the Bible says that um, 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 Jacob uh, was married he had two wives, to be uh, correct, because his um, father-in-law, Laban, had, number one, lied to him because he was meant to marry the younger of the daughters who was Rachel. And instead, he ended up giving him Leah, who was the elder sister. And Jacob was not pleased. He said, listen, this, this was not our agreement. I agreed to spend seven years working for you so that you should give me your daughter in marriage, but the daughter that I want is Rachel, and you have deceived me and given me Leah. And they made a second agreement that lets, uh, let you work for me an additional seven years, and at the end of the seven-year period, I am going to give you my daughter, Rachel. And Jacob continued and worked, and then after that whole period, 14 years plus, he then got Rachel, his wife. And then we come to chapter 32, where we are told that Jacob learned that Esau was around. That Esau, his old brother, was looking for him. And he said, now he is going to kill me. 
And in verse number seven, Jacob was distressed. Jacob was worried. Jacob was anxious. Jacob could not sleep. Jacob was asking questions. Jacob was trying to strategize. Jacob was trying to say, how can I avoid being killed? How can I avoid my wives getting killed? How can I avoid my children getting killed? How can I avoid my brother overpowering me? Hallelujah. Remember, we prayed using the book of Philippians, where we said, be anxious for nothing. And here, Jacob was worried. Jacob was trembling. Jacob was distressed. Hallelujah. And he was, he was trying to figure out a plan. How can I avoid getting killed? And mind you, he did not even receive a message to say that he was, he was going to get killed. Mind you, he did not even have evidence that he was going to get killed. Mind you, there was nothing tangible, nothing concrete, no report that said he was about to get killed. But because of anxiety, the man was worried. Hallelujah. Because of thoughts, the man was worried. Now, when we are saying holding on to God, you must know that today people are not sleeping because they are anxious. People cannot sleep because they are worried. People are saying, I am going to die, and yet God has not spoken death over your life. People are worried to say, I am going to lose my husband. I am going to lose my wife. I am going to lose my partner. And yet there has been no report to say you are going to lose. People are saying, I'm going to fail my examinations. And yet there is no report, no confirmation from the lecture or the teacher to say that you are about to fail. People are worried about their jobs, saying, I'm going to lose my job. I am going to be unemployed. And yet there is nothing, no report that says you are about to get fired. People are worried to say, I'm going to lose my business. I am going to lose this customer. I am going to lose this contract. They are going to close my shop. They are going to close my company. And yet there is no confirmation. There is nothing concrete to say that you are going to lose. Hallelujah. People are stressed. People have got a heartache. People are developing bloody pressure. People are developing different conditions in their health because they are anxious about life. They are saying, are we going to make it out of 2024? They are saying, are we going to make it out of this month? They are saying, are we going to survive in this city? Are we going to survive in this nation? And yet there is no report that says you are going to be destroyed. Hallelujah. Holding on to God. This man was worried. This man was afraid. This man was distressed. Jacob. And yet his brother did not even send a message or a warning saying, my brother, I am about to kill you. It could have been different if there was a message or a report or a rumor to say you are about to die. But the man just had fear because of what he did. 
Hallelujah. Some of us are afraid of losing our job because of how we are behaving in the workplace, my God. Some of us are afraid that we are going to get demoted because of our laziness in our work. Some of us are afraid that our partner is going to leave us because of how we are unfaithful, because of how we are behaving in the relationship, because of how we are treating our partner. And even though they have not communicated anything, we are stressed because of how we are behaving. Some of us are worried if our children are going to make it because of how we grew up. Hallelujah. So today we are stressed, we are worried, we are concerned because of how we grew up. Hallelujah. Because we have been lazy in our studies, we have not been paying attention. Maybe we have not been attending classes. Maybe we have not been attending lectures. Maybe we have not been studying. Maybe we have not been practicing. Maybe we have not been you know, working hard. We are then worried that we are going to fail the exams before we write the exam. Hallelujah. Some of us are worried if we can raise children before we are even parents. Some of us are worried if we can sustain or handle it in marriage before we are even married. Some of us are worried if we are going to make it a year before we even get to a year. Some of us are worried if we are going to survive in the land we are in and yet there is no sign, no signal, nothing, no report to say we may not make it. Hallelujah. Now you know as I said at the start, that holding on to God, is uh, it makes sense. It is relatable by those that are going through some issues. And as you read on from verse number 24 to 28, the Bible says after being distressed. The Bible says after being worried. The Bible says after being afraid. The Bible says after not being able to sleep. The Bible says after being left all alone. Jacob um, now made his match. Hallelujah. The Bible says he met a man in the night and he began to wrestle with the angel of God. Praise the Lord. The Bible says he was in a severe battle, an intense battle with the angel of the Lord. And even though he was afraid, even though he was worried, even though he had anxiety, even though he was stressed, but the Bible says the man made a statement, praise God, and that's verse number 26. The man said, I will not let go unless or until you bless me. The man said, even though I was worried last night, even though I was stressed last night, even though I was anxious last night, even though I was troubled last night, but know that at this moment I will not let go until you bless me. Hallelujah. He says, I understand that I had fear. I understand that, yes, I was distressed. I understand, yes, I was thinking too much. But because I have come to my senses, because I have come to the realization, because I am now reminded of who I am as a child of God, understand that I am not going to let go until you bless me. 
Praise God. So you must know that even though you were afraid some time ago, even though you were worried some time ago, even though you were asking some questions some time ago, even though you thought you were going to die some time ago, even though you thought you were going to get kicked out of your house some time ago, even though you thought that you were going to be divorced, even though you thought that you were going to grow up and die lonely and married, understand that this is a new moment. Hallelujah. You need to make a decision and say, I am going to hold on to Jesus. I am going to hold on to the Holy Ghost. I am going to hold on to the Word of God. I am going to hold on to Jehovah. No matter the storm, no matter the rain, no matter the sun, no matter the, 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 the darkness, no matter the, the loneliness, no matter the situation, no matter the trouble, no matter the problem, no matter the challenge, no matter the failure, I am going to hold on to God. Hallelujah. That's a decision that you have to make. That's a decision that I have to make. That listen, you devil. Listen, Satan. Listen, you wizards. Listen, you witches. Listen, you challenger. I was troubled yesterday, yes. I was troubled last week, yes. But today is a new day. I choose to hold on to God. I choose to hold on to God. I choose to hold on to his promises. I choose to hold on to his word. I choose to hold on to the Holy Spirit. I choose to hold on to Jesus. Because I know that he will see me through. Hallelujah. And the Bible tells us that this man, Jacob, after he made up his mind, after he made this statement, the angel of the Lord said, listen, what is your name? And the man said, my name is Jacob who was afraid. My name is Jacob who was um, 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 tired. My name is Jacob who was anxious. My name was, is Jacob who was afraid. My name is Jacob who never slept. My name is Jacob who was strategizing. My name is Jacob who was worried for his life. And the angel said, your name shall no longer be ja uh, Jacob because you have held on to the Lord. Your name shall no longer be afraid because you have held on to the Lord. Your name shall no longer be distressed because you have held on to the Lord. Your name shall no longer be one who does not know what will happen to him because you have held on to the Lord. But your name shall now be Israel. Hallelujah. His name had to be changed because he held on to the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. Some of us, our situations have not yet changed because we have not demonstrated that we are going to trust God no matter what. Some of us, our situations are yet to change because we have to demonstrate. We have to reach a point of making a decision where we say, I will hold on to God no matter what. Because a small quarrel in your relationship and you are saying, I am finished. A small feeling in your body. You are saying, I am going to die. A rumor that you hear, you are saying, we are not going to survive this year. Because of a report that you get about your child, you are saying, my child is not going to make it. You have to grow thick skin. You have to develop faith so much that you refuse to give up. That you will refuse to let go. That you will refuse to remain on the ground. But you will say, Father, I hold on to you. Hallelujah. Hold on to God. 
And when you read on in your own time, you hear that um, when you move to chapter 33, you find that when Jacob now met Esau, it was not as he thought. Hallelujah. He thought he would be killed by his brother, but his brother ran toward him. When his brother saw him, he embraced him. He hugged him and he said, oh, my brother. He said, oh, my brother. Hallelujah. And Jacob was surprised because he was expecting death. Praise God. Hallelujah. So you must know that your fears do not cause God not to bless you. Hallelujah. You must rise above your fear. You must rise above your phobia. You must rise above your challenge. You must rise above your circumstance. You must rise above your situation. You must rise above whatever you are going through and hold on to God. Hallelujah. Now, you are wondering or you are thinking, maybe you are saying, Pastor, you do not understand how it feels. Trust me, I do. Hallelujah. I have watched my mother suffer. I have watched her be unemployed. I have watched her not being able to take care of her children. I have watched her not being able to support and to provide. And yet in the morning on a Sunday, we are still up and she says, let's go into the house of God. I have watched her run away from landlords because of lack of finances to pay bills. And yet on a Sunday, she says, let's go into the house of the Lord and pray. And yet she is going into fasting and prayer. Hallelujah. And you are saying me, I have been through it where there was nothing, no future, no guarantee of tomorrow. And yet I was saying, let's study the word of God. I was walking, taking time, going into the house of God. I was serving the servants of God. I was opening the house of God. I was cleaning the house of God. I was uh, being there for the people of God. Why? Because I understood that I have to hold on to God. Praise the Lord. So you must understand that this message that is being brought to you, the servant of God has gone through it as well. God has walked me through it and he has taught me to hold on to him during all times. Hallelujah. So today, hold on to God. In your life, hold on to God. Let's pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you and we honor you, O Creator. We bless you, Father, for you hear us, O God. We honor you, Jehovah, for your voice is life unto us. Your word is life unto our spirit. My God, we bless you for we know and we understand that whenever you speak, my Father, there is a reason. And this day, my God, I know that you have taken us to a higher level. You have taken us to a higher dimension. You have given us a new perspective on life. You have given us a new perspective on your word, a new perspective on, on trusting you, O Creator. My God, I pray for him, I pray for her, I pray for them, that Father help them through the Holy Spirit, that they may hold on to you as they are going through challenges, troubles, and issues in life. Thank you, my God, that they will not be anxious at all. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. It's fascinating the calling that I have from God. Because what I am understanding each day is that God has called me such that 
Whatever he speaks through me is what he has taken me through. Whatever I go through is what he communicates so may be spoken and encourage someone. So I want you to understand and know that whenever the pastor is speaking and teaching, he is not just speaking and teaching to entice you. He is not just speaking and teaching to maybe cause you to have itching ears, as the Bible says. He is not just teaching and uh, preaching just so you may feel that it is powerful. No, but he is doing so having been taken through situations by God. So I see myself as a practical servant of God, one who the Father um, indeed has seen through so many painful circumstances, so many painful situations. And not to say it is the end, there is still stuff that happens. And yet God is bringing me with a message to lift you. Hold on to God, enjoy, and have a lovely day. Have a lovely week, and remember, smile, because Elroy, the God of sight, the God who sees, is in control. Have a lovely day. Shalom.